but up, but up, but up. A podcast, but up, but up, but up. With parents, but up, but up, but up. Who think they're really funny, but up, but up, but up. You decide, but up, but up, but up. You share it, but up, but up, but up. You listen all through the night. Didn't you love a video camera putting your face right up to it? There was not one person who either used a video camera to record people in the 90s and 80s or who spoke to the camera who knew what to do in front of a camera. Yes, agreed, agreed. Like you were just kind of awkward. You would smile and you'd be like, you're really taking way too long for me to do something. And you would just... Just like kind of get shy and timid, or you'd say something like almost like in the third person. Right. Yes, like, yes. So, no one had, there was no classes, there was no video on how to, right, how to actually, talk to a camera. Right, like what, right. Is, what is Steven Spielberg's home movies like? Does he film it in a different way? Oh my god, look at those ladies. So many frills, right? I mean, there was like a time a woman, when little girls wore doilies around their necks. Why would a woman want shoulder pads? Does it make you seem more manly? Well, maybe it makes you look bigger so that men can see you better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I can see her shoulder pads from afar. He's like, oh, there's Carol. I see her now. I see those broad shoulders. There's no way there's that There's like women... a flag. It makes it like your, your blazer more of like a... It's like soaring out from the sides. I think the reason women wore shoulder pads is because if the opportunity presents themselves, they could take the shoulder pads out from the Velcro and stuff it in their bra to boost oh up their God. cup size. That is so genius. I was thinking of the other reason for shoulder pads was that you wanted to know if a man really liked you. So if he approached you while wearing shoulder pads, you'd be like, okay. Now I'm going to take this jacket off and I'm thin and gorgeous and buxom and I don't have massively weird square shoulders and now I'll show him my true self. Like it's a test. It's like a like, princess and the frog yes, sort of thing? Yes, like do you really love me? That's what I was thinking but the boob thing makes way more sense that it's a multi-purpose I know, jacket. But it, multi-purpose shoulder Because they are like pads. the same shape. Yeah, I've got shoulder boobs. That's what everybody always says. Do women who actively wear push-up bras feel some sort of, um, you know, self-consciousness when, like, they're taking off their shirt that the guy's going to realize That's why they only date guys with glasses. Because then when they get home with them, they make the guys take off their glasses. So then they can't tell that her boobs suddenly just fall down to her waist. I don't think that those push-up bras are meant to hold up your sagging boobs. It's to give you the sense of larger boobs. No, I know, but at the same time, there's going to be some drop. Of course. Like, as soon but as you me, take that. Tell me the truth. Do you think some women are like, fuck, this guy... Yes, of course. What about that... So show? what do they do then? I don't know. They just bite the bullet and pull it off. And the guy's like, all right, fine. They're tinier tits, but I'll take them anyway. And are some women worried about men realizing that their shoulders aren't so broad? They no, they, they know that it's going to be a win for the guy. Right. <laughs> so they've, they've now, like, won him over. So shouldn't the person who wears the shoulder pads in order to deceive 
uh, prospective suitors before they reveal also should be wearing a push down bra. That's so true. That when you strap, take, strap them down. So you take the yeah. shirt off. You actually they just tuck up. them behind your back. Right. You just move them apart. Under you your shoulders. Your boobs, spread them apart. Tuck them under your shoulders, and you see if a guy will come up to you, you know he's the one. And that's that's what happened with me and you, really. You were tucking. I was tucking tucking my boobs behind my back, like in my arms, and I had shoulder pads on. Yeah, they were really sad. You were like, whoa. That's the lady for me. They were like when a kid fills up a water balloon and the water balloon is really heavy and then they hold the water balloon from the knot. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Exactly. Is exactly like distended right. and yes, like it's exactly bulbous. That's exactly what they look like. Yes. Yes, it is so, so true. I don't know the purpose of shoulder pads. Turn the bat mitzvah or the bar mitzvah back on. I always felt so awkward putting a yarmulke on. It was always so weird, and everyone was fine with it, and I should have been fine with it, because, like, every male is doing it, and, like, the occasional feminist woman was doing it. Wait, but, what? Women would put on a yarmulke? Like, if they were, like, a feminist? Like, oh, I thought that was a woman. Um, <laughs> looks like Sky Bernal. Um You just pointed in such an aggressive way. Women would put on yarmulkes. If they were, like, very progressive, they're like, if a man's doing it, why can't I do it? You, did you ever see that happen? Like, one, one out of, like, the high holy day services when there's 400 people there. You would see, like, one woman. I don't believe you. I feel as if you're completely lying to me. It was Rabbi Women. Hirsch. Rabbi Deborah Hirsch. Our rabbi. You're saying your rabbi wore a yarmulke? No, doi. The female rabbi. Why would she wear a yarmulke? Because... What does a yarmulke even mean? Exactly. A yarmulke is a holy covering of your head. Yeah, I know what it is. I mean, it's obvious. You just literally said what no, but I mean, like, why? Like, what's the meaning? Why do you need to have a cover, like, a little tiny circle on your head? Kipo for women, or kipot for women, are becoming popular. What is that? I don't know what the, those words are. You're speaking in fucking Hebrew at me. This is what I mean. Here's a woman wearing a yarmulke. It happens. <laughs> is that true? Is that really a woman? Yes. Here's another woman wearing a yarmulke. No, wait, wait, wait. wait when wait. women wear kip- kippas. <laughs> you don't even, no wonder why it was hard for you to put them on. You can't even say them what it is. Um, you know, every yarmulke had on the underside the bar mitzvah of or the wedding yeah, yeah, of yeah, and yeah. the person. And when you went to a bar mitzvah that only had like a small gathering, you had a rare yarmulke. So it was worth more money when I would trade yarmulkes with my friends in Hebrew school. Because you'd be like... No way did you trade yarmulkes. <laughs> that would be amazing. So I had a friend who was like, hey, I went to uh, Daniel Hirschfield's bar mitzvah the other day. And you're like, no way. He only had like eight kids there. And then he'd be like, and check this out. And he'd bust it out. He'd be like, navy with gold foil lettering. We'd be like, wow. whoa. And other friends wow. like, yeah, but it's just navy, navy shiny fabric. Look what I have. He'd bust out. He's like, "Look, Mark Swedenstein's bar mitzvah last week," and he'd pull out, and it'd be like velour or velvet, which I always confused with each other. Right. And then they would look at each other, and they'd be like, "Which would better?" They would have like a yarmulke off. Was it? Did kids ever have like the name of the kid and the date? stitched into it or was it like that like iron on no it was all ironed on my aunt Lori was the office manager not the office manager the gift shop manager of their temple oh, for a wow. long time oh okay 
she gave us the like our first yarmulke or something. I mean not yarmulke, um, menorah. No, that was in New York City. She she made us the like a mezuzah or something like that. She got us something from her. Okay. okay. From her gift shop. But she also would bring up remember when like puffy paint was like this big yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Yarmulkes with custom puffy paint for kids that would have like a so- a soccer ball or a Mets logo. On the outside? Yes, on the top of it. You can do that? You can deface your yarmulke? Yes. Yes. You can. That seems counterintuitive to the holiness well, of this thing. Keep Did in mind, this go... is the reformed religion where you could wear that yarmulke on your way to McDonald's to have your bacon cheeseburger. Right, 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 right. That's true. That's true. Wow, they had a little orchestra wow, in the living pink, room. That pink couch I think my, my mother has. Yeah. It's look Ethan at, Allen. Do you see? They busted out every possible menorah in the world there on the right. Hold on. Look at their display case and count the menorahs. This is like... Count the menorahs. This is like a, a Mario Party game. One, There's two, one, three, two, four, three. five in the back. <laughs> Six. Six menorahs. Wow, that woman loves that key lime pie. Look at her. Oh, is that Steve Gutenberg? They're all, they could all be Steve Gutenberg. Yes, you're right. And there's Steve Dubroff. Oh, Ooh. oh my God, look at that neckline. She's styling. Wow, she looks like King Tut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wears a beaded necklace. Yeah. That's a good looking Uncle man. Uncle Morty. He's got that white shock of hair. I love that. I want to talk about that in a little bit. Oh, is that Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford was at this bar mitzvah? Ooh, the exotic one. There's Aunt B. There's cousin. That's, that's 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 pretty Karen. Cousin Jennifer. Well, we know that woman. And Estelle, and Beatrix. <laughs> Beatrix. <laughs> is that different than Aunt B? Oh, there's that exotic one again. Oh, is that Weird Al Yankovic on the left? God, look at that comb over. Oh wow. Oh. Oh my God! Hello. He's like a secret agent back there. That's my mother in the background. Yep. That woman looks like she's gonna throw up. She's so camera shy. Did you see that? Oh, and they put the sun in it. Oh my God! The side pony. Look at the side pony. First Remember? of all, let's look at the little boy. Okay. The okay. little boy in this has got to be eight years old, and he is wearing. Oh my God! A mock neck. A brown turtleneck. On top, underneath a navy blue blazer. He looks like he should be smoking cigars or something. Yes, and it looks like they slicked back his hair. Look at that girl with the side side pony with the big scrunchie. That was such a Her clothes match the bedspread. Oh my God, you're so (laughs) right. Oh my God. Steven, I could rock a side pony, and I'm good looking with a side pony. I'll do Do it it for you tomorrow. I hope you don't mind, but I've been playing the game. Would I ever date any of these women? Like if I was oh, back in that oh, time. I'll, I'll play that game. With men. You could do it with men. Oh, God. These men look like they're 100 years old and you know that they're like our age. Right, but I don't see any of these women that are like, yeah, I could see being attracted like, to that. Look and... at that guy. Look at that guy. He's like a llama. Oh, look at those pearls. There's Tut again. Yep. That's the long is. pearls. That's the wrong length necklace. They're all wearing those long pearls. Maybe that woman in the back. Yeah, she's pretty. She's really pretty. That guy's yeah. pretty too. Wow. He's good looking. He wishes he was not at that party. Look at him look around. He's like, ugh. He is gorgeous. He is real. They're both gorgeous. Okay, well, I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. I know who you're fucking today. <laughs> I always
always want to see someone we know when we watch someone else's bar mitzvah, and we never do. Is this entire party in an apartment? It might be. I thought we saw dancing before. Yeah, zoom through this shit. Oh, this is where we we started it before. Oh my god, it's Andy Samberg. Oh, it is. They're really just staring at each other. They're staring at each other. Were they really having a staring contest? They're all very happy to see each other. This is September 8th, 1990. So I was in fifth grade. Wow, it's Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah, we this is right grade. after my uh, trip to Disney World where I ran away from my mother. It's that same year. <laughs> oh, there she is again, that exotic Chiquita banana. Wow, I'm probably going to get arrested for saying that. It's just again, as boring. It's just more Oh my god, it's just zooming in on that guy's stuff. Rewind that. Rewind that. Face. I gotta watch that again. 30, 30 seconds. Oh. I don't know what happened. Oh my god. Oh, David. You fucked it all up. When I was a kid and somebody would mess something up on the remote, like accidentally change the channel, everyone else would get so fed up with them. And like my brother would always demand the remote. Like I had ruined his life. By being bad at the remote. You're really it, bad at the remote. I am really bad at the remote. And you get so mad at me too now that I think about it. You ripped it out of my hand multiple times. You are like a deer in headlights with the remote. It's like the first, it's like every time you hold a remote is the first time you've ever held a remote. You're like, okay, so how do I use these buttons? Where are <laughs> it's they? It's true. It's so like, true. Where are they? Like, are they like so volume true. down? Like I will pressing. tell you, I do have to look at the remote every time. I cannot do it. And know what button I'm even near. That's but, odd. But you get so mad. You rip it out of my hand. And you know what else we battle over? The volume. You prefer to be deaf later in it's life. not that I prefer to be deaf. I'm just shocked that when the volume is at, let's say, number 20, and I say, it's a little too loud. You'll turn it down to like an eight. Like, there's no like... I overcompensate. I yes. overcompensate. My roommate in college, who I love dearly, and, and I consider one of my best friends. I have many best friends, but she's one of them. What does best mean to you? It means kind of good. Not just well, there could only be no, one? No, it's like partially good, really. It's like minimally good. It's like passable, basically. That's what best means to me. So anyway, she's one of my best friends, one of my passable friends. When we would go for drives in college, because she and I would go on these drives, like we'd be done with classes, and we would just like drive the hills listening to music. And by the way, this was a trend of mine with friends, best friends usually, that I, we would just drive around listening to music. So I want to tell you about that in a second. But anyway, whenever we would have the heat or the air conditioning on, Jenny would get hot and then she'd flip it to be exactly cold. So, it, not exactly. One or the all other. The way There's no range. It was like a, I can't do one click down. I have to do 70 down. Yeah, I find that odd. And you do that with the remote, with the volume. Well, because I think it's too loud. I think it's excessively loud. So, yeah, I go down five or six clicks, and I'm okay with that. But there's such a but why can't you just adjust? You have to listen better. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us, check us out on Instagram at Fully Functional Parents. Please and thank you.